Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Hello and welcome to Phoenix Business Radio X, broadcasting live from the Max 6 Entrepreneurial Center right here in Tempe, Arizona, where we help build businesses and connect you with the right people. And today, I believe we're doing exactly that with State Farm agent and owner, Tez Adams and team. <laughs> welcome to the studio, Tez. Thank you. Happy to have you. Thank you for having us, Karen. And you were smart enough to invite Victoria Obanaya to come with you. And you're an agent with the team. Yes. I'm an account representative. Account representative. Okay. Well, I can't wait to hear all about that and what that means. I feel like you and Daryl connected, our producer. Is that how you landed here with us? Absolutely. Was it at a meet and greet or... It was not. So we were actually at cul-de-sac event when they were first introducing themselves to the Tempe market. And so Daryl and I um, had the opportunity to stand around. A, I, I keep wanting to say fireside chat because they had a fire out there and it was cool that evening. And we end up connecting over that fire. That's right. I, I remember he came back very excited about having met you. So I'm happy to hear that. I'm very much looking forward to learning about your business. And I can't get over how many services you guys provide. So can you just simply introduce us to what you do at State Farm? who you represent, and then we'll bring Victoria in the conversation and and explore all that good stuff. Absolutely. So thank you for the introduction there. And what I am officially title-wise is a State Farm agent, Um, but the other part of that title is an independent business owner. So as an agent, um, I am responsible for running my own shop, if you will, for lack of better terms. And so we have the State Farm corporate entity, and they are just that a corporate entity. And then we have approximately 19,000 agents across the United States. And so I happen to be one of those agents um, that, of course, is located here in the Tempe market. And so my office is located at 1200 West University Drive. Suite 103. But as far as services, we provide a plethora of services. And so most people know us as the number one auto insurer because we've been doing that for over 100 years now and have been number one for a majority of those 100 years. Uh, But we also offer um, homeowners products, whether it be renters or homeowners, personal articles policy, uh, life insurance policies, which are um, very important. You hear about the number of people passing away and maybe not able to bury their loved ones or um, do additional things from that standpoint. And so recognizing the the true benefits of life insurance. But at the same time, we also offer business insurance coverages as well. And so you talk about business owner policies or one that I love to sell, worker compensation policies. Sometimes you don't often think about policies or products like that from a small business standpoint, but things that are um, very much needed from a small business owner standpoint. And does every owner agent offer for the all of all of those services or for the most part and so of course in the state, and most states are the exact same way. You have, of course, have to be licensed to be able to sell and service these products. And so absolutely, from the most part, all agents um, are able to sell all of those that are under, we refer to it as property and casualty mm-hmm. umbrella. Um, and that covers the business products as well as like homeowners and auto. Um, and then, as I said, life and health products, and it's covered under the life and health license. There are additional products that I didn't mention that we also offer, like some banking products and things like that. And it just depends on the um, contract that you signed that we have with State Farm, the corporate entity, on the extent of those um, services that we may be able to offer. Yeah, very good. How long have you been at it with State Farm? 
officially been at it with State Forum for the past 20 years, but as wow. an agent, I just passed a year, so a year and one month, and what's today's date? The 19th? 19 days. <laughs> well, how about that? <laughs> Fascinating. But 20 years in the industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. And did I read that you have a master's in insurance? That's a thing? <laughs> that is a thing, <laughs> and I will not say that that's the first time that I've heard that question. Is it a thing? But you are absolutely correct. I started with State Farm right out of college. So I have my undergrad in finance, and I was just looking for an organization um, where I would be able to utilize that degree, but at the same time, not feeling like I had to spend 80 hours um, of work week. Um, and I came across State Farm right after graduation, actually, and they offered me a job because at the time, State Farm had a bank, um, and I was looking to go into State Farm Bank um, as an employee, um, but they offered me a role as a claim representative in the state of Missouri. I started there. Um, I did get the opportunity to work for State Farm Bank and led the auditing function um, for mortgages in their mortgage department. But then, as I said, I knew essentially what I wanted to do and being an agent was just that where my career path was leading me to. And so it was a no-brainer once the opportunity became available. Yeah. So this lovely lady next to you, Victoria, we talked a little bit about your role before we came into the studio, but I'd love for you to share with our listeners and viewers, as an account representative, what what does that mean? How are you supporting the clients that Tez and, and the rest of you serve? Yeah, so primarily I do help with sales. So I'm selling the customers on their auto, fire, and life. Um, with that, I just have to be well, have good backgrounds in it and be able to answer all of their questions whether it be just how do I get the policy started or what does it cover, things like that. Also on that, I just make sure that everybody is fully covered. I specialize in life insurance. I'm fully licensed. So I just want to make sure that all families are protected and that all their, if anything were to happen to them, that they're um, always covered no matter what. I love it. And you've been with the team, I think you said six months. Yeah. And, and and then, of course, Tess said, and she's also in, at, in college at the same time. <laughs> yes. Wow. So you're a busy, busy woman. Yep. My schedule is very full. <laughs> Don't have any free time. And how did the two of you connect then? How did you, why State Farm and why Tez Adams specifically? So I wanted to, in the future, I would love to own my own business one day, maybe a practice or something else. Um, so I wanted to get background experience in that. Over the summer, I realized that I used to work at McDonald's and I realized that that wasn't doing anything for me. It was more just like a job rather than something I can really learn from. So I decided to look for other jobs and I started to get interested in insurance just because I think that it's something that not a lot of people know about, but it has a lot of benefits um, for the customer and also for the people working. They'll just get more experience. So um, I decided to apply for Tez's uh, position. When we met, I felt like he was going to be a great advisor for me, and I felt like we had a connection. I feel like we understand each other in a way, and I, he's a mentor to me, that. so that's why I decided to go with him. Yeah. Well, there you go. I know. I, I'm <laughs> smiling from ear to ear over here. <laughs> you picked a winner. Yeah. What, what, what's nice about having Victoria on the team? What kind of things do you hear back from your clients? Well, and I think you got an opportunity just to experience it just <laughs> yeah. now. Um, but she is a very pleasant person, very bright, smart individual. I noticed it the first time that I interviewed her. Her drive is another thing. But she got, then, you've got your life plan out here, and, and I'm not even going to ask how old you are, but I know I know you're young <laughs> oh, enough. Oh, Karen, you've only gotten the surface of it. <laughs> she truly has it planned out. But that is one of the things that appealed to me 
And so I'm going to back up just a little bit and I'm going to talk about Victoria from that standpoint, but just overall myself as well. And so that was one of the things that I was actually looking for as I was looking to hire individuals for the team. And so one of the things that Daryl and I talked about earlier was him remembering that I was just starting the agency when we met and kind of what I was looking for. And one of the things he picked up on is that I've grown the team tenfold since then. And so from that standpoint, it's actually one of the things I was looking for is not individuals who have been in the insurance industry for a while, but looking for those younger individuals who may be looking for other opportunities that sometimes they cannot find in the work environment, especially once they're just getting started, whether they be in college or freshly out of college. And so that's exactly what I was looking for. And so when you talk about the traits that she has and the drive that she has, the aptitude that she has, the energy that she brings to the table are all the things that I was looking for, not only from the standpoint of just inside of the office working and helping our clients, but also from the standpoint of being able to connect with our community and being able to get out there and have an impact on the community as a whole. And so when she talks about me as a mentor for her, I look at it the same way. How can we also be mentors for the community and for people coming behind us, which is why I then chose individuals like Victoria um, who are younger in nature um, that can kind of help lead that effort. And to your point, Victoria, insurance is not something that all of us comfortably connect with or understand. I'm quite a bit older than you. And I'm inspired that this is something that you're passionate about and that it's important to you. So I would imagine as a client, that would make me more inclined to say, tell me more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Like if, if, if this is so fun for the two of you and, and you feel the value and importance and it relates to me that I'm, I'm leaning in and I want to know more. Yeah, I love it. You are from where? Are you originally from Arizona? Yes. I mean, my parents, I was born in New York, but my dad got a job here in Arizona, so we moved over here. Ever since, Where in New York was he? We were in Brooklyn. That's where my daughter was for a couple of years, right That's before the pandemic. She works for Red Bull. Oh, cool. Really love that area. Like, it's revived. I don't know how long it's been since you've been there. It's been, it's been like been a while. Five, five or so years. Oh, my gosh. It was so, so different than I remember even 10, 15 years ago. It was really vibrant and happening kind of the place to be. And what part of the valley did you grow up in? We moved around a lot the first, like, 10 years of my life. So I've been in Mesa. Um, my parents divorced when we came to Arizona a couple yeah. years after. So I spent part-time in Glendale and then part-time in Gilbert. So I've just been around those two different communities. I love it. And in uh, in college for nursing, I think you shared with me. Yes. Yes. And what made you want to go into nursing? So originally I was in school last year for engineering. But I decided that it wasn't really my thing. I felt like I couldn't make the impact that I wanted to, per se. I'd more just be coding. So I left that and I chose nursing because I do love the healthcare system. I do want to help the healthcare system. I also love learning about the body and just how to help people and just doing better for my, like learn more about myself and what I can do to help myself and others. I also thought that being able to be a nurse practitioner, which is what I do want to do one day, hopefully. I wanted to learn. I wanted to be able to start my own business. And I felt that being a nurse practitioner was like a smart way to kind of get into the scene and find my own path. I was going to circle back to that. If you hadn't, that you said you might want to have your own practice someday. And uh, I figured, well, you're certainly, we're going to be celebrating that, I'm sure. No doubt. Absolutely. I love it. And you clearly are not from Arizona. There's, I'm hearing an accent there. Where are you originally from? Originally from the state of Arkansas. Okay. Born and raised in Little Rock, Arkansas. 
I went to college there, finished college there. And then, as I said earlier, um, State Farm moved me to Missouri right out of college. And so spent about eight years or so there before moving out to the Valley. Very good. And you have a, a wife and a son. You are correct. And, oh. and, a, and a dog. And a dog. <laughs> tell, and that's tell, me about your, your, tell me about your wonderful family. <laughs> so my wife, Janet, we actually met at State Farm. And so we were both from the state of Arkansas, but did not know one another. Huh. She graduated prior to me, um, and we both got job offers from State Farm to move to the same city at the same time. And so we met on day one in HR orientation. And I like to keep it honest. And so we were hanging out. We ended up pregnant with our son, Joshua, six months after he was born. We got married, bought a house, and the rest is history. And so Joshua is now a junior at East Mart High School. He plays the upright bass and orchestra. And for physical activity, he does the track and field, the discus and the shot put. And he just got if I could brag for a moment, can, uh, he, he just got accepted at the regional orchestra here in town. And so he's one of the alternates, unfortunately did not make first string, but is an alternate for the upright bass. And so I am very proud of him. And this week he gets inducted into the National Honor Society. Um, and so just extra proud um, so of the good. little fellow. But I cannot finish this out without talking about my second favorite child, which is Winston, my golden doodle. He is, he comes into the office with me at times. And as I tell most people, if I can't make friends, he helps me make (laughs) friends, but he's just the most lovable um, three-year-old pup um, that I've ever had. And he just is super friendly and just loves to be pet. Oh, I have a three-year-old dog as well named Karma. She's a healer shepherd and Loves people, but scares the pants off them because she just, it, she's loud and she's very strong and, and physical. She's she's as big as probably your dog, but mm-hmm. she's definitely athletic. And so uh, I can't bring her in the office because, first of all, she'd bark and she'd also, people would think she's going to eat my face off. And as we're she, talking about insurance, liability comes into play there. And so make perfect bring sense. Her, bring her in, Karen. Go ahead and bring her in. That's awesome. So I know you you mentioned earlier when you're talking about Victoria and and really celebrating the fact that she's part of your team, that community is very important to both of you. In what ways are you involved in the community? And so we try from different aspects to be involved in the community. Um, One of the things that I did, and I'll back my week up, if you will, um, this Saturday I did the Pats run. Um, You and everybody else except for me. Well, let me just say that my (laughs) legs are still hurting from it. (laughs) And let me say to you, if I could, I did a 13-mile bike ride that day, a a three-and-a-half-mile run, and a half mile swim because I'm preparing for the Cactus Man Sprint Triathlon. So I was physical. I just wasn't at Pat's. I love it. Congratulations. Yeah, I, my, my legs will be exhausted tomorrow. I want to know the what the after. results are afterwards. Uh, yeah, I will. I'm the day after day after person who gets super sore. But really on social media, on Facebook in particular, Everybody was at Pat Tillman's run. So you participated in that. Participated in that. Again, for the for the good causes that it's for. But on was it Wednesday of last week or Thursday of last week? Wednesday, I think. Okay. Wednesday, I was at the Boys and Girls Club of Central Phoenix and State Farm as a whole, we dedicated or provided funding for a STEM room for them. And so they had some 3D printers, some electronic devices, um, some VR equipment. We had ex-NBA player Sean Marion come out um, and participate with us through NBA Cares. And so we were doing just that, dedicating that room um, so that those kids thinking about the ability to be able to learn 
new skills yeah. um, and things like that. And so essentially that's what all the equipment was for. We made um, another partnership came out to be able to teach the children um, about all of the equipment that they were getting. And again, those new skills and things like that. Recently, we were also at United Food Bank uh, where we were packing meals for the homeless. We've assisted some elementary schools here in Tempe, revitalizing their playgrounds. There's a program uh, with you, Mom, called Read to Me that we participate yep. with at times. And then I am going to be here coming up um, at the beginning of next month. And I forget the names of some of these organizations, so forgive me, but they have an event out at Bell Bank Park that's coming up where they're going to be um, having a group of kids as well. Um, and just from a physical activity standpoint, yeah. um, teaching them new ways to get involved in the community and making sure that they have everything that they need um, in order to be able to to do some of those things. And last but not least, I will mention um, from an educational standpoint, just because I'm very involved and I think that education is very important, providing a scholarship to um, seniors um, at Eastmark High School. And so I'll be going next week um, and actually reviewing the applications for all of those students that have applied um, and be able to make those selections with their counselors. So doing all that, <laughs> yeah, how do you manage all that? That's, that's fantastic prioritizing things, yeah. um, which is one of the things that I've learned along the way. Corporate, working in the corporate environment definitely helped with that. Um, but then also think about those things that are important um, to me yes. and to the team. And so one of the things that we were talking about prior to coming over is I also talk with the team about those things that we're going to be participating in and those things that also resonate with them um, from an individual standpoint, just to make certain that we're not necessarily just focusing on one segment of our community, but we are really trying to encompass all segments of our community from that standpoint and, and be able to give back to them. Yeah. Is there an area that you really, you know, when when you got to know the team, you were thinking, oh, I, I can't wait to participate in this aspect of charity and, and giving. Is there something in particular that your heart is really fond of? I really like helping little kids and just people who feel like outsiders or they don't belong, just like helping them feel know that they're welcomed and that there's people out there who do care for them and do look out for them. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's so neat. I, I can see why she refers to you as a mentor <laughs> and a guide, right? Because you are so well-versed, not only in insurance and the policies and all the products that you offer, but also just, it sounds like life as well, just a genuine a giver and somebody who very much cares about the community. So thank you. It's Oftentimes, we have business owners and leaders who come in, and they do have passions outside of work, and they're serving our community. Oftentimes, it's really just one singular thing, which mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. But how fascinating is it that you're very well involved? And I'm here, and then I'm there, and I'm doing this. I would imagine that helps broaden your circle. It does. Yes. Absolutely. And, and it's all been purposeful from sure. that standpoint, and not just a broadening of the circle, but one of the things that... I'm more passionate about, and you said it, so thank you very much, but people. And how can we bring people together to help other people? And Victoria alluded to it, but not be exclusive, but be inclusive mm -hmm. from that standpoint. And I think it just takes all of us in order to be able to do that. And we don't all see ways that we can do it. And so sometimes just being that example um, and showing other people's that there's not one particular route that you have to go down or one particular way that you have to do it, but you can meet multiple individual needs in the community just by being open. I really love that you've just shared that. So often I think that we get stuck in our little neighborhood with our little community or whether it's our work, you know, folks or where our kids go to school. 
And until we branch out Mm -hmm. and we start to put ourselves in different settings and and kind of lead the pack and lead the way, we don't always know that other people, that we can resonate with other people. Absolutely. So thank you for being a leader in that. Biggest thing I've learned, Karen, is compassion for other people um, Mm -hmm. through doing that. Just because you come in contact um, with so many different people, whether it be ability-wise or otherwise, and it just gives you more compassion for sometimes the different things that people are dealing with on a day-to-day basis, but more so than that, just compassion for other humans and finding ways that you can help them. And you'd be surprised at the amount of business that I can get sometimes from that and not that I'm out to get customers or policies, but more so that it resonates with people that I'm willing to step into other areas or outside of my comfort zone. Well, and you're easy to talk to, right? I mean, just clearly that you have a passion for life and for people and community. And so that makes me want to know more about you. Not too long ago, I was at a Diamonds, or was it Diamondbacks? No, Angels, a spring training game. Happened to have front row seats from a friend, took my son, who's 15, and the gentleman sitting next to me just struck up a conversation, and he happened to be insurance out of California. But it was after our conversation, I thought, you know, he just was really comfortable chatting and getting to know us and then handed me his card afterwards, and I'm I'm set with insurance. But it was Mm -hmm. lovely, and I can kind of see that you'd be showing up in these environments in the same way just to get to know people for the pure pure fact that you love being around people and wanting to get to know them. Absolutely. But as it. we said, insurance is fun too. I mean, talking about insurance and what being in insurance time. And, and getting an MBA in insurance, I mean, the fun. That's right. So great segue. <laughs> Perfect. Because I do want to learn more about the services that you offer. You kind of just, you know, gave us a little smattering, smattering of everything. By the way, I have my car insurance and my rental insurance with State Farm. Well, thank you for being a customer. And shame on my agent for me not knowing about all the other policies and things that you guys offer. So now I'm like, oh, I'm I'm leaning in. I'm I'm curious. That's why I asked, does everybody have the same offering? Let's talk business specifically, some of the things that you offer business owners. Yeah, just maybe go back to that. Why is it important for a business owner to have insurance? And what are some of the things that you recommend that we have as small business owners? Absolutely. And so, as I said earlier, from a small business standpoint, there are a number of policies that you can and should have. First, starting with the business owner's policy. And so, just depending on what type of small business you may be running, what is included in your day-to-day transactions and things like that, typically the business owner policies will cover all of the essential exposures that you may have Mm -hmm. from a small business owner standpoint. And so think about things like accounts payable. um, There's coverage for that. The property and equipment that you have from a business standpoint. And Karen, we're in this room, (laughs) and so I'll use this from a standpoint. But think about the mics, the cameras, the television, the speakers, so forth and so on. All of those things have value for it. And so if something were to happen to it as a business owner, that business owner policies provide coverage for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then take it another step further. You guys may have employees. And so as you're having all of this equipment around, may an employee trip on a court that's across the floor or something like that. And so having the workers' compensation policy, just in case something were to happen. And then depending on what else your business may be involved in, and if you have a business auto, of course, you'll want to make sure that that business auto is insured from a business standpoint, especially if you have employees driving the vehicle or um, doing things, transacting business from a vehicle standpoint or other things, as well as if you're a business owner who 
owns the property versus leasing the mm-hmm. property. There's different coverage that goes into that and just wanted to make certain that not only is your business covered from a building owner standpoint, but you may have some small amounts of business property that are in there as well, especially if you are a owner as well as tenant of your own property, or if you're an owner and you don't have space in it, thinking about the exposures that your tenants can bring, um, which you just want to make sure that you're covered for as well. Hmm. How often do you find that business owners have been in business for a while and they're not properly insured? Is that Does that happen often? It yeah. happens. I would not say that it happens quite a bit because for individuals that have been in business for a number of years, let's just say 5, 10, 15, 20, definitely those individuals or typically those individuals have run into someone or run into a situation where they recognize what types of coverages that they may mm-hmm. need. More times than not, Karen, typically where the issue comes at are those individuals that are just starting new small businesses. Um, a lot of individuals, especially after the pandemic and things like that, have come up with home businesses and not necessarily thinking about all of those coverages from the standpoint that they're in their home and still may need some of those business coverages. And so more times than that, and more specifically, they are all called commercial business policies for the most part. And so that business owner's policy that I talked about is a commercial insurance policy. And sometimes individuals hear commercial policies and think about it from a large business standpoint, probably like a corporation standpoint. Mm -hmm. But if a corporation needs it, more likely a small business needs it as well. It's just different coverages that are provided to you based upon your level of exposure from a liability standpoint. Mm-hmm. Hmm. A wealth of knowledge, clearly. <laughs> With 20 years under your belt, you, you clearly know what we need and when we need it. Absolutely. Do you find a good portion of your role with your clients is education? Absolutely. And whether it be business or personal clients, um, that is always the biggest part of the conversation that we're having is from an education standpoint. And so you mentioned earlier, not necessarily knowing what all policies and coverages may have been offered. That's typically what we run into a lot of. And probably about the first 10, 15, 20 minutes of most conversations are just that. And one, we need to understand what your business is in order to offer the right products. And so, yes, we're asking um, a number of questions to have a better understanding of just making certain that we're offering the right thing. But to your point, absolutely education, um, because, and I think Victoria alluded to it earlier, but most people um, just don't always know from an insurance standpoint what is the best thing for them or what may be needed, um, depending on what they're coming to the table yeah, with. Yeah, the conversation is, feels like, or the language is so different from one provider to the next sometimes, or at least it feels like that way as just a somebody who I, I'm looking for what I need, and then one I'll get one quote, another quote, and they, they're not speaking the same language. So it's <laughs> it's helpful to have you with that experience and be able to, you know, fill in all the blanks. You said you're kind of your specialty and where you are, is it called a license or certified is in life insurance? Is that right? Yes, I'm fully licensed in all things, but I specialize in life insurance. I also do business as well, though. Okay. And yeah. w- why did you choose um, life insurance specifically? I mean, or was it choice or was there a need within the the business. <laughs> there, <laughs> it was kind of a choice, kind yeah. of not, but yeah. uh, I chose that because I do think it's the most interesting. I think it's the most beneficial for everybody. Of course, you can get auto insurance anywhere and you might find a cheaper rate somewhere else just because that's what that company is offering. But I feel like State Farm has great rates for life insurance and that we're able to help you. We also just have a lot of 
background in credibility. So just learning about that and being able to teach others, because before starting this job, I had no clue what life insurance was. Kind of like you just pay it out when they die. But that's all I really knew. I didn't know about all the benefits it can give you even when you're living. So that's why I chose that. Yeah. That's that's important. It, life insurance really has it changed over the years. It it certainly is more appealing now, isn't it? It, it is more appealing now, um, and I think just because individuals are becoming more aware of it, that it may be more appealing. But to answer your question, has it changed over the years? I think it's just the different type of products that may okay. be available now from that standpoint, and so the spectrum, if you will, um, expanded a little bit on number of products and different type of products that may be available. Some of that is dictated by the economy and things like that, because there are some policies that can be tied to the market. And so just from an evolution of things, if you will, Mm -hmm. um, absolutely it's changed over the years. Yeah. I'm curious, at the end of the day, for either of you, you know you've had a good day when, what, fill in the blank. (laughs) I'll let Victoria go first on this Of course you will. (laughs) Give yourself some think time. When I haven't had the chance to rest, I feel like I've had a good day. Because either I'm selling policies or I'm just learning more and just helping more people. So I feel like that's when I had a good day. Yeah. Okay. Top that. Okay. So (laughs) mine is a little corny some people would use. But I know that I've had a good day when I know that I've helped someone. Um, And whether it be one of my employees or one of my clients, if I feel like I've helped someone that day, it's been a good day for me. Mm -hmm. Good. And both of you, in my mind, are leaders, uh, clearly, even at your young age. (laughs) I I can sense and see that. Who was a role model for you, for either both of you, growing up or even someone that you think of? And maybe it's somebody that was in your life, you know, immediate life, or maybe somebody kind of admired from a distance. But who kind of has inspired you to be who you are today? I love that question. I'll let Victoria go first. (laughs) Again. Um, For me, I feel like my mother was my biggest role model because she is a single mom. She raised, I have four siblings, so she raised all five of us by herself. She put herself through school and then put us all through school. And through that, I learned that she never gave up and she never showed us that she was struggling. Like back then, I would just be like, why isn't she getting me Jamba Juice or something like that? But I didn't understand like she has bills to pay, things like that. So just learning how to put on a tough face and get through the next day and just finding the enjoyments when you can. um, I feel like that's what really resonated with me. And that's what's helping me continue to push on even when I feel like I'm not doing my best. I just know that there's always capability and I can always try more. Hmm. Wow. I have a 15-year-old who loves Jamba Juice and and every other (laughs) fast food type of thing on this planet. And every once in a while, we'll indulge. And most of the time, I'll say to him, you know, I've got a budget, buddy. (laughs) And uh, in fact, the other day, we went to Subway just for the two of us. $30. Thirty dollars yes. at Subway, and I looked at him and I said, "I'm glad we're doing this today because it'll be a while before we do this." Again. Thirty dollars? Uh, what? When did when did sub start cost, costing See, that much? When, when did it? Yeah, when did it start competing with Flemings mm-hmm. or Z Tejas? I'm a little unclear. And but, try going but, to McDonald's and it's just as much. Wow! <laughs> yeah. So thank you for the shout out for your mentor. It's us moms. I think we need to hear that, that we we know that we're doing the best we can and not always clear that our kids are paying attention. And even though I have moments like that with my kiddo who's like, where is the Jamba Juice? How come? 
He's also the kid when I got done with my pre-race workout on Saturday. I, I came in that, was it Saturday? Yes, it was Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Sunday? It's Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. He came in and he was asleep when I left because it was early morning. And he said, how was it, mom? And he just gave me this big hug and he's like, I'm super proud of you and you're going to be ready in two weeks Aww. for the race. And yeah, it was really great. That's awesome. Yes. So leadership for you, who has influenced your life heavily? So I'm not going to use mother because Victoria used it, <laughs> but I will honestly say family and maternal family for the most part because it was my grandmother and my mother, her sisters, her brothers, who I spent the majority of time around as a child. But the biggest part that came from it was um, more so of serving others. Mm. And no matter what the situation was, whether if we had something or did not have something, what I always witnessed um, was my family being able to help other people that were in need and so when we talk about where I get it from, it really comes innately um, from a familiar standpoint and just being able to provide assistance to others that may need it um, without looking for something in return. Yeah, I think that's the big piece, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. If we're doing it because we want to be acknowledged or have recognition, then it changes the whole point of why we're being of service. Absolutely. And to Victoria's point, like I didn't recognize the reasons that they were doing it when I was a kid. But it was something that they brought us along doing as well. And so it just became second nature. And and when I had my kid, it was almost like, why are you making your kid do these things? And I was like, it's what we're supposed to do. Uh, And so it was always just second nature. Yeah, I love it. Would you recommend that? Well, I I think the answer is yes. (laughs) Recommend that a young individual pursue a career in insurance. Clearly, you have Victoria on the team. Is it still as exciting to you as it was all those years ago? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and I recommend it from the standpoint, and Victoria said it best when she was talking about life insurance, of just not knowing certain things. And so one of the things mm-hmm. that I've always prided myself on was learning just for the sake of learning. And insurance is just that there are some things that you will not recognize just on the surface of whether it be talking to an insurance agent or your parents about what you may need or what you may not need. But from a um, standpoint of truly learning um, what the benefits of it are, whether it be the auto insurance coverage and knowing that um, there are some um, services that may come along with your rental coverage um, that can provide extra coverages for you in situations that you may not have been aware of, or the life insurance coverage, as she said, has living benefits to it as well as death benefits. And so from that standpoint, um, just taking every opportunity you have um, to learn something new and more specifically, if you're learning it in that insurance arena, more times than not, it will serve a very beneficial purpose for you while you're in college, immediately after college, and any time after that um, from the standpoint of just knowing how to manage your own um, personal affairs. I was just going to say that if you hadn't, just around the whole uh, idea around being financially literate, insurance is a part of that conversation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A very big part of financial literacy. Yeah. I'll back up for a minute. I mentioned to you that I got my degree in finance um, and now I'm insurance. That was one of the things that helped me make that jump over to the insurance part of it is because 
I was learning all the things finance. I mean, I can bore you with some of the things finance I learned, but I didn't realize how closely related and how um, easily tied it was to insurance. Um, And then being able to connect all of those things together um, is where I truly feel like from a financial standpoint Mm -hmm. that I've been able to get my life together. It's because I understand these things now and I understand how they can benefit me versus how um, it would be a disadvantage. Right. Wow. How do folks get a hold of you if they're interested in having more information and, and education and really looking to work with you guys? Where do they find you? Absolutely. So I'm going to have everyone call Victoria. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Victoria's like, no. bring it. I'm ready. <laughs> no, as I, I said, we're located on University Drive here in Tempe. Our telephone number is 480-566-2733. Any one of us that answers the phone would definitely be able to provide assistance. And then more specifically, we can be reach via email at tez at tezadams.com. So that's T-E-Z at T-E-Z-A-D-A-M-S dot com. Um, and again, um, it comes into us. Um, that telephone number I provided, individuals can also text that number and we'll receive the information. And then, of course, we're on all the social media sites and you can just look us up by Tez Adams or Tez Adams State Farm Agency. I love that. For somebody who's ready to jump in and say, hey, I need coverage or I want to make a switch, then they know they're going to call or email right away. And if you're like, I just kind of want to keep an eye on what they're up to, you are certainly out there in social media. Absolutely. So we know that you are on Facebook and Instagram and you personally are on LinkedIn as well. I am personally on LinkedIn We're going to get Victoria on LinkedIn. Yes, we are. We already decided before we went on air. (laughs) I appreciate that. Because I've been talking about it for a while, and so now someone else is in my Good. corner to help her do it. I love it. It's a whole different. I, I'm sure you've seen it or are familiar with it, but it's a whole different, uh, whole different ball game. Yeah, I just need to update mine. I have one. Okay, but. good, very good. <laughs> no, we'll look forward to that, and then we'll we'll make sure that we connect there. Well, this has been a pleasure to get to know both of you. Is there anything that I hadn't thought to ask that you want our listeners and viewers to know, either one of you, about your practice or even you as professionals? I'll let Tez go first. <laughs> nice. Oh, you're so gracious. <laughs> no, one of the things that um, we pride ourselves on, and you made mention of it earlier, but just from a knowledge standpoint of sometimes individuals not knowing things. And so one of the things that I like for customers to know is even if you are with another carrier um, and you have questions about insurance that you're unable to get answered, um, we are open and with no pressure to switch to us. Um, but really from the standpoint of what we talked about earlier is knowledge is power. The more you have, the better off you will be. And Mm -hmm. so if anyone just needs to be able to review insurance policy information, give us a call. We'll be more than happy to walk over it with you. And again, with no pressure to switch. Very gracious of you. Being of service goes back to your point, not expecting anything in return, just being there and being of service. Yep. Knowledge is power, as you said. Yeah. Anything else, Victoria, or did did he cover it all? (laughs) He pretty much covered it all. I think that we just want to be able to be a good part of our community and help everybody in any way we can, whether that is insurance or just in life, just helping people. Mic drop. Mic drop. No kidding. Doesn't say a whole lot, but when she does, man, she means it and she nails it. I told you I made a great decision when it came to hiring. No, no doubt. It's been a pleasure to meet you both. I'm really pleased that you and Daryl connected at the at the uh, cul-de-sac event and look forward to getting to know both of you more. Thank Absolutely, you so much. Absolutely, Karen. It was our pleasure. So thank both you and Daryl for inviting us and having us today. Excellent. Yeah. You've been listening to Phoenix Business Radio, broadcasting live from the Max 6 Entrepreneur Center right here in Tempe, Arizona. Some media leans left, some lean right, and we lean business and insurance. Until next time, I'm Karen Nowicki. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.